Boss Don't Lie Podcast with your host, Anton and regular Steve. Please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate all of your support. Without you, none of this will be possible. Now, Balls Don't Lie. Let's go, let's go. Welcome to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N and time. Along with my co-host, regular Steven. What's going down, Pimpin? Not much, man. Mm-hmm. Not much. Just had a nice workout. Uh-huh. Crossfitting it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Feeling fresh. Cool. Feeling uh, a nice little breakfast afterwards. A little loose. Yep. Loose. Now, how yep. your tweaker go? How your uh, tweaker it's go? been good. good. Been good, yeah. Yeah, I've fully recovered. That's what's up. Waiting for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it will come. Of course they will. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, feeling good. How are you doing today? Man, can't complain, man. Nice little day outside. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. I forgot to update yeah, the weather. Yeah, you forget. come on, man. <laughs> Y'all didn't know. That's his, uh, his side thing. He is a meteorologist. Yep. <laughs> I was a landscaper. <laughs> we are all professional weathermen. You have to be. <laughs> you gotta Real know tough. what's coming that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an action-packed show for you guys today. We're going to talk about the NBA it is underway with the playoffs. Yes, it is. Very exciting. Yes, indeed. That's uh, what we've been waiting on for a long, long time. Exactly. Indeed. And then we uh, have some love-hate with the MLB later on in the show. All right, regular Steven, what's the question of the day, though? All right. So me and Emma went looking the other day for a new couch set. Well, I didn't know we were looking for a couch set. I thought we were looking for a love seat with recliners. Mm-hmm. Our two recliner chairs that we have in the living room, they're broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, more or mm-hmm. less. I mean, yeah. you can get, you can, they can work, but they, right. you know, they're not working. Like how how long have you had those? Uh, I've had those since I lived in Florida, so they've moved around quite a bit. It's okay. probably been, I don't know, uh, something like eight years. Okay, eight okay. or nine years, mm-hmm. I guess those have made it. Uh, but they again, they've moved right. a bunch of times, and mm-hmm. you know kids and their little recliners take a beat down yes they do they, they seem to last a while but they take a beat down usually yeah so uh anyways we were looking for what i thought was a love seat uh rec- with two recliners and then you know i get talked into well might as well get the matching couch to go with it with the three-seater mm-hmm. um so anyways uh we're in there we're looking and you know the first thing that jumped out to me was this one uh Priced pretty low, probably one of the more affordable options. Right. The budget. Uh, I option. thought, well, let's start at the bottom and work our way up. Let's see how low we can get this thing. Right. I don't mm-hmm. want to fall in love with an expensive one right away, you know. Uh, so, anyways, sit on this thing. Uh, it's super comfortable, but there's a catch. It's ugly <laughs> as hell. <laughs> it's like a 1970s carpet rug uh, draped around this thing. Uh, like I said, really, really comfortable. Right. But just ugly as hell. So I guess the question of the day is, what's your threshold for ugly when it comes to furniture versus comfort? Mm. Are, are you are you willing to sacrifice comfort for the look? Or are you trying to find something that's like a happy medium? I will tell you, we didn't end up getting that one. Mm-hmm. So we obviously didn't settle for the right. ugly. Right. Uh, but we found one that we wanted better and one that's more uh you know efficient mm-hmm. uh that material carpet material with dogs and 
you got to shampoo. It's a lot harder to clean. Right. Um, so anyways, but I would have, I would have taken it regardless of the ugly if it right. was more, you know, efficient. Understood. Um, so what is, do you have a threshold there that you're looking for? I mean, it really depends on your, me personally, I have to, cause I have a wife, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> so the big thing. That's the big thing, you know, as a, as a bachelor, those are things that now we don't, uh, yeah. we don't really care about as much. Mm. We want that spot. That's going to keep us nice and secure while we're watching our football games and our basketball games, our posterior has to be comfortable, man. Yeah. It's just that simple. Yep. But, um, I, you know, I like nice looking couches. Of course, everybody does. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody wants to walk in their living room like, hey, yeah, that is my living room. It's looking nice and all that. But comfort is very important. For instance, my first couch we got when we moved here, extremely comfortable and beautiful at the same time. It's my favorite couch that I've ever had, but it started to break down. So we bought the new couch downstairs and it looks okay. It's nothing, you know, spectacular, but the back of it is very high. Yeah. So your neck is kind of always tilted forward a little bit Mm. and the TV is a looking up situation. That's not good. So you got to find the sweet spot in the couch to, to kind of be, you know, remain comfortable as possible. So, we sacrifice some comfort for this couch, yeah. if you want to say, <laughs> but you know, it, it's still okay. You just got to find out how to sit on that thing and be comfortable. So. Yeah. Well, and the other thing about couches, there's a lot that goes into couches. There's different styles of couches. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of them are made for like six feet and above people mm-hmm. because they're very deep. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you feel like your legs are kind of dangling right. off like a little child. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh-huh. um, so I personally, being five nine person, I like a couch that's not quite so deep, so you don't feel like you right. have to like jump into the damn thing. I like a nice little short cushions that I feel like I can have my feet on the floor, mm-hmm. sits me up straight. I don't like my neck going all forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, there are some really nice couches out there. Yes, there There's are. There's some Mercedes Benz oh, yeah. of couches. Uh, there was a couple that were like, you know, Literally, I thought there was something you'd find in like a luxury car, like nice leather, yeah. which we don't do leather, uh, the whole vegan thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, buttons, they yeah. recline for you. You don't have to worry. It seems like it'd be a little more expensive to fix, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Some really, really, really nice couches. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of stuff out here. And technology is dictating what these couches have in them nowadays. There's a, we have a nightstand. I work at this place that he shopped at, y'all. Just, yeah, just, I, really- just, I got inside information. <laughs> but uh, they have nightstands now that have wireless charging on them. Like really? you can just sit your phone on there and just start charging. Really? Like what the hell? Like you know? So I don't know if my phone. My phone sucks. I don't think my phone does. That <laughs> I don't know if mine does either. To be honest, but a lot of phones are going that route. So you know? Yeah, that's. Uh, Furniture, guys. That's amazing. <laughs> I keep talking about these tablets and phones, and like I can log into my yeah. computer with just my fingerprint. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're doing yep. some crazy stuff with technology. Yes, they are. Just making people more lazier and lazier and lazier. Yeah, that's what that one's kind of convenient though, because you don't have to worry about the charger cords being all hooked up Very over true. there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But 
My voice. <laughs> Which is one of those bad boys. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. Like no, a hot a plate, nice can look. I heat up some food right, on it Right, right. <laughs> yeah, microwaving his couch. <laughs> Got the refrigerator and everything. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, man. All right, let's get into some NBA. Let's journey into the bubble, please. Yep. All right. So, uh, was it Saturday? Saturday, the NBA had an NBA play-in game for to figure out the final seedings of the playoffs. Uh, Portland fought hard throughout these eight games to make it to the play-in game versus the Memphis Grizzlies. And they did what they were going to do eventually they beat the grizzlies i think 126 to 124 or something like 122 yeah uh dame had a great game yes he had a james harden game he only made six uh six buckets but he shot like 14 15 free throws yeah so you know 31 points on six made buckets was that's very hard hard and esque but he he did only take 15 shots yeah very true so you know cj you know, CJ uh, took up a lot of slack. Uh, Anthony, he put in like 21 points, I believe. Yep, 21 points. Nurkic, 22 points, 22 rebounds. It's yeah. a monstrous game right there. Yeah, that's pretty good. But, you know, Ja put up a valiant effort, 35 points. And the losing effort, sorry for the Memphis Grizzlies, but you got to go home, guys. You got to go home. This didn't play out like we thought it would, though, did it? Kind of thought the Pelicans would uh, be in the race. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a, their own little shakeup. Alvin Gentry got fired, which I think is probably necessary. Um, I think they're going to probably have to go. They got some decisions to make with their roster. Yeah, they do. They came out looking horrible. Yes, they did. So, yeah. Yes, they did. Um, interesting. Hassan Whiteside didn't play. He doesn't play very much for the Blazers, and that's pretty telling. Yeah, I know you have. Because they can use his skill set. Yeah. Yeah. Blocking shots and putbacks. I mean, you can use that skill set. Yeah. He grabs boards. Mm-hmm. He played 14 minutes in that game. Yeah. Um, my buddy Winyan Gabriel played nine minutes. Buddy from Kentucky. Don't start now. Yeah, had, a, had <laughs> one for one from three. One rebound, one assist. Chipped in a couple fouls. Oh, yeah. There you go, Winyan. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, I was hoping the Grizzlies won that game, not for them to, you know, make the actual playoffs, but to get a second game just to make it more interesting. But Portland being Portland at this point of the season, they did what they had to do. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. It's just just uh, put us out of our misery and stop yeah. having to watch the Grizzlies <laughs> and just get on with it. I'm glad no the job. team that's playing well made it because yeah. that's going to make the playoffs more interesting for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, uh, speaking of teams that played well, I just want to give my honorable mention slash shout outs, and that is the Phoenix Suns. They balled out the entire eight, you know, games inside the bubble. Uh, they were deserving of being in this playoff, but obviously it didn't happen. So I look forward to seeing them next year, see what they can build, if they can build on that performance. Cause they won't. Devin Booker is a, a star. I hope he, uh, I hope they become something at least. You know, they have a. I would too, but they won't. But yeah, this was their the perpetual, <laughs> the perpetual <laughs> uh, losing sons. Yeah, because then you got to stay healthy for the whole year. True. They had this chance. This was their chance. They were able to get themselves up. The reason certain teams like that stink is because they can't do it for long stretches, and they just 
I don't, I don't know. Devin Booker played really well, but it's a bubble, and you got mm. nice. You know, so. I, I'm not well, buying. I'm not buying into it for the future. They need to add pieces. I'm not buying into this buying group. to this current group. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, if they're going to fall into that perpetual uh, losing habit, I hope Devin Booker leaves. Me too. Because he's a, a absolute hooper. He deserves better than that. All right, man. With that being said, the seating are finalized and. I'll run them down real quick, and then we'll recap what happened yesterday. Yeah, we'll see Devin Booker on the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you need to be Pat Riley or somebody. You need yeah. to go meet Pat Riley. You got all. <laughs> Kentucky guy. He loves Kentucky guys. I don't know. <laughs> Anthony Davis next the year. Heat on the are going to be <laughs> the first team to have a, a starting five that's uh, all NBA. It's just <laughs> it's Giannis. Yeah. We got Giannis, Oladipo, Booker. Butler and Bam as yep. starting five. Yeah. Bring in Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis off the bench. <laughs> he must be stopped. He must be stopped. Yeah. Okay. All Sorry. right. This is all Seedings. good, man. Seedings. Uh, Portland goes up against the Lakers first round. <sighs> Scary. Scary. Uh, Houston and OKC. So, OKC leapfrogs uh, the Utah Jazz, which is – do you think OKC really stands a chance against Houston? Uh, I know Houston is battling uh, – uh, Westbrook is a little little dinged up a little bit. Yeah, right I think now. they do. I think that's going to – I think that series goes six, seven games. You think so? I do. I do. We'll see. I mean, they've been playing ball. I I can't hate on him. Chris Paul is leading these guys in the right direction. They're very young, but I, I just, they just seem. I don't know. Look, I don't know what to make of the Rockets. Right, it's just hard. But they're just a hard team. I don't know what to make of them. If Westbrook's playing, I expect him to win that series. If, if Westbrook's, if he's not going to play, I don't know. Uh, I could see Oklahoma City win that game. I think mm. you're going to see some big, big games from James Harden though. Yeah, big time. Definitely. Well. Oh, we're going uh, Denver versus Utah. Uh, I think Utah's done. Uh, the Clippers in Dallas. I think that series is going to be more interesting as long as they can keep all their players on the court. All right, we'll go to the other side. Milwaukee, Orlando, easy. Indiana, Miami. I think that's going to be a real series. Boston, 76ers, and then Toronto and Brooklyn. All right, man. Let's get into some recaps from yesterday because the series started yesterday and it was uh, somewhat interesting. The Jazz go up against the Nuggets. The Nuggets win by 10, 135 to 125 behind a crazy performance by Jamal Murray with 36 points. Yep, Kentucky guy. Uh-huh. Uh, a valiant effort by Donovan Mitchell on the other side put up 57 points, but... Big he has not much help over there. Mike Conley seems to – I think he went down with an ankle injury uh, yesterday. So, That's the Jazz good. are in a world of hurt. Yeah, I think they were in a world of hurt anyways, but yeah. that does that definitely I agree. seals it. I agree. Uh, next, the Raptors beat the Nets by 24 points, 134 to 110. Behind my guy Fred Van Fleet balling out there. He put up 30. 11 assists. It's one of the most slept on players in the league to me. They're sweeping that. Yeah, that's definitely a sweep right there. 
Uh, next game, Celtics, Sixers. The Celtics pull away in the end. 109 to 101? Yeah, 109-101. Uh, Tatum put up 32 points. Jalen Brown, 29. Uh, Embiid is kind of by himself. Tobias Harris, he's paid big bucks, but he is not that guy. I just don't. I just don't see it. Nope. Celtics in five. <laughs> yeah. Celtics. It's in not five. a sweep. Celtics in five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mavs Clippers. One eighteen to one ten. Clippers pull away in the end. Luca had a big game, but he was missing his homeboy, Mister uh, Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps. Yes. Uh, got ejected. Very ticky-tacky stuff, some stuff that I would not like to see anymore, especially in a playoff situation. It wasn't egregious, wasn't anything. It was just a little pushing and shoving, wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. Here's the thing, though. So they had that referee guy on during the game. I did. Uh, I the masked the bandit. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> right. is sitting in a room by himself with a mask on. Anyways, uh, <laughs> he, said, I, he said that second technical – was warranted because he because Chris Stapps went in there not to de-escalate the situation, but actually actually escalate it right. um, with a little shoving. Yep. So I understand. I I actually can understand that one. What I don't understand was the first the technical, first one. where you he pumps his fist and he's like, ah, he's arguing with a foul call or whatever it was. Uh, I'm not sure I understand that fouls get argued all the time. Yes. Um, apparently, just you can only argue them in certain ways. To get a technical called, mm-hmm. and he did the one way. I guess if you pump your fist, you make a big scene or whatever. But guys are arguing calls all the time, so I'm just not sure I understand the consistency there. I'm not. You can't be calling technicals for that, right? I understand the you know running in and doing a little shovey shove. Especially, I'm cool with him giving a technical there, if it was his first technical. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't if don't don't if one. it was the first one of yes. the game. I agree with that. Because they can't go, well, he's already got one, so he can get away with anything because we're not going to throw him out because it's right. the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But you can't give him that ticky-tack first one. Right. You have to allow him. That That's where I, I disagree is the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still think the second one was way ticky-tacky. Um, it is. It wasn't like he came in swinging or anything. He just kind of came in like, yo, get off my man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get off my man. That's all it really was. I, we've seen much more egregious things happen in the NBA game. And then you have to take into context who the hell you're playing against and who who's on the other side of that. You know you have the instigator Marcus Morris and Pat Beverly. Right. So, you know. You know, those are the type of guys that'll pinch you on, pinch you in your back and then walk away just to incite some shit, you know? So you just got to kind of be more aware of what's going on. It's no, nothing big happened. Just don't cause a, uh, ruin the game off something that small to me. That's yeah. Uh, the cool thing, Luca, 40, 42 points. Yes. He's the fourth player, 21 years or younger, who has scored 40 in a playoff game. The others. Tracy McGrady with 42, mm. uh, Magic Johnson with 42, yeah, and LeBron it. dropped 45. Mm. So he joins a pretty pretty good group of guys there. Legendary At the age of 21 of or younger to score 40 or more in a playoff game. And it was actually his first playoff game, and I think yeah. he may have set a record for uh, points in a playoff first, debut. Very first, yeah, it was. Um, but, yeah, so that – look – we got a good show coming up. Yes. Where we're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about guys that oh, we'd want to yeah. build 
a franchise around. Luca's high on that and list. And he is up there. I love his game. He's just yeah. so weird. We talk about this all the time. He yeah, is nothing. not. Nothing. He's like Paul Pierce-ish. <laughs> yes. Like, there's no explosive, like, exceptional explosiveness right. or quickness or anything. He's just super crafty and just yes. kind of knows how to create space and use his size to his advantage. Um, not a great three-point shooter, but seems to make big shots. I mean, yes. he makes them when he seems like he needs to needs to make them and I expect his three-point shooting will improve some. Absolutely. Um but yeah, just really impressive, really impressive kid. Yeah, Doncic is a beast. Uh we will definitely get into him. Yeah. On another show. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um so I see as we were going through, you were kind of calling out how these series are going to go. So you are giving the Nuggets how many games? Sweep uh, I'll go oh, five. Five. I'll go Nuggets and five. Jazz one game out of that. Uh, sweep with the Raptors and Nets, though, right? I agree. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Celtics, uh, Sixers. I'm gonna go Celtics in five. In five? Sure. We'll go five. I'm gonna go five. Five. I would say maybe six. Maybe right. six. Maybe too five. much. Yeah. Too much Embiid standing outside the three point line. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand it's, it. There's, it's awful. It's there's so and there's times when it's like he's not even getting the touch. Mm-hmm. So. He's also not down there to grab rebounds. Right. And it's like, why do you – there's just zero reason for him to be out there. Yeah. Outside the three-point line. There's no reason for it. It's too much. Uh, I just don't understand it. I really don't. And I just – I I don't know. They they didn't seem to do a good job of figuring out how to use Simmons and Embiid together. And I also – it doesn't – I mean, Embiid didn't have a bad game. No. The numbers are always kind of going to be there. Um, but But – just I don't I just don't like how they use them. I just don't like how they have them floating around too much. It's too much. Right. Yeah, you would think it would go more conventional and kind of dump it into the post and let Feed him, him down there. Let him go to work and you know pass out of the double teams or whatever yeah. that, that comes his way. That would seem to be the smartest way, but they're trying to use him like he's KD or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I just don't you get know, it. You don't even want high. him shooting. <laughs> I don't want him shooting threes. He'll make occasional three every, every once in a while. Yeah. But I don't want him shooting those. Yeah. Not when you have some of these other guys on their team. Not that they have a litany of you know, you know, know, impeccable shooters. There's no J.J. Redick there anymore. Right. Uh, but there's other guys I'd much rather have shooting a three ball than than, than uh, Embiid. So, yeah, yeah I, just, I just don't understand it. I agree. Uh, Clippers and the Mavs. This is an interesting one. Because I think the Mavs could take them to at least six if everybody's on the court, you know, healthy and not in a a technical foul situation. Um, Luka, like we just said, super baller, super baller. He controls the game on offense. Um, Problem is, can Dallas get stops? There's a lot of firepower on the Clippers. Even though the Clippers defense doesn't look all that great, you know, you surrender 110, or what is it, 110, 115 points without Chris Stapps on the court. And that's all people talk about when you talk about the Clippers. All these defenses, the wing, you know, wing shutdown defenders, but they didn't shut down the one key player that was on the other team. So I think with a full strength uh, Mavs team, I think they can take them to at least six. I think they could win the series, to be honest, but I just don't think they can maintain the amount of shooting they need. Yeah. yeah, I think you're just hoping they're gonna win the series. I actually I, don't though. No, it's it's weird. It's very weird because I want the Lakers to go through the Clippers, but I like Dallas though. I yeah. actually, oh, well, I, I shouldn't say Dallas. No. I like I like Luca a lot. <laughs> I like you know, Luka. I, I don't do. like Dallas. It's I like Luca. Same way with Portland. Yeah, like, I like Dame a lot. 
So I these are the teams. If my team is to lose, those are the teams I want to root for. Yeah. But no, I do not see the Mavs beating the Clippers, nor do I see Portland beating the Lakers, and I don't want them to beat. I'll go Clippers in five. I don't think the Clippers played that well. No, they did. And I think Dallas, even though Chris Stapps was was out for you know a good chunk of the second half, I don't. I still think Dallas kind of played as well as they're going to play. I don't think Luka's going to have a. Not that he won't do what he did last night again, but. Uh, he really has to carry them, and if they can slow him down at all, which I expect that they will. I expect that they'll figure it out. I was looking at a thread on Twitter uh, from this guy named Nikias Duncan, mm-hmm. um, and he was kind of breaking down Clippers, how they've defended the pick and roll with Luka this year and just how they've defended Luka. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, they do a pretty good job. They're able to switch a lot of things and make him uncomfortable. Um and so I, I kind of expect that they will figure it out and that, uh, you know, I, I just – I don't see Dallas – I think we'll have fun games. Mm-hmm. I think there's I think it's going to be a fun series. I think the games will be a lot more competitive than the series tally shows. Right, I think we'll right. see like a 4-1 series. But, it you know, close – like I think there will be good games. I think okay. there's going to be some good games. I just don't think Dallas – when it comes down to crunch time, dealing with Kawhi – Paul George. Paul George made a big three last yes, night, kind of extend that lead out a little bit in the yeah. closing minute or whatever it was. Um, so I, you know, and then you got Kawhi and just some of those. I just, I think come to crunch time, I think Clippers are just too much. So I think Dallas keeps games close, but I don't think they can win them. So you said in five, right? I think Clippers in five. Yeah, I'll go six, but yeah, same thing. All right. Well, let's transition to today's games. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, starting. With Orlando and Milwaukee, I don't think we need to talk about that one very much. Milwaukee is going to definitely sweep that one. Definitely. I would think so, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's get more interesting. Miami. Yep. Versus Indiana. We're both probably picking Miami. Yeah. The question is the number of games. Yeah. Do you think the Pacers take more than one? No. You think it's a sweep? No. Do you think it's one? I think the Heat and five. Heat and five. Okay. I'm going to go with the Heat and six. Okay. I could see uh, that. But, yeah. I could see that. I think it's just a little too much. I don't see any more much. than that. Yeah. It's just a little too much. Yeah. Just a little too no much. No Sabonis. Yeah. Uh, it's too much heat. Yeah. Too much TJ heat. They're Warren. shooting really well right now. Oladipo doesn't seem to be 100%. Not yet. TJ Warren. Uh, Jimmy Butler said the, the beef is dead. No. But it, But it's... Maybe because he just wants people to stop asking and talking about it. Yeah. But you know he's going out there to shut that shit down every yes, single game. Yes. And the Heat just, man, we're gonna we're about to find out. There's too much shooting on the Heat, I think. Yes. And we're just about to find out about that mentality and that that kind of that culture. I think we're gonna find out. I think I think Oladipo the whole time is gonna be just looking forward to being on the Heat <laughs> instead of actually beating the Heat. And I just know, I, yeah, I think Heat and five. <laughs> oh man i can't wait till next year to find all the next two years to figure out which uh <laughs> which players actually end up with the heat we're gonna have so many guards we're gonna have uh donovan mitchell we're gonna have old depot and bradley beal <laughs> all these guys <laughs> no point oh man you guys do have a one of the key destinations though i will give you that for sure 
people look at Miami sort of like uh, L.A. You know, nowadays. You, I mean, maybe not yeah. as I much. I mean, well, I don't see why not. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, right. okay, you don't have the movie star scene. Yeah. Uh, but you still have all the money. Yeah. There's just as For much sure. money. And it's beautiful. It's so gorgeous there. Isn't there? Is there a tax break down there? I know. Yeah, they, they don't have state income no tax. Taxes, so yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely still very good. expensive because property taxes are yeah. so high. So course, <laughs> it evens, it evens out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it should be well-run organization. They've shown they can win championships. They've shown they can put rosters together. Absolutely, stability. You have a great coach, thought of as one of the best coaches in the league. Absolutely, it seems to Mr. be Spolster. by his peers. Uh, Brad Stevens was actually just talking about the Heat the other day and said they're going to be really hard to beat in seven games, just the way they play. And when it comes to their coaching, Spolstra is one of the best in the business in my mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. And so, and then you have Pat Riley and the team and ownership that clearly wants to win. You have that culture there. You have to find the right fits. Right. But there's enough guys that can fit into that. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Butler is the perfect example of a guy who just needed that. And mm-hmm. there's there's other guys out there that that uh, will fit into that and buy into it and want to and want to mm-hmm. play with those guys. So, yeah, they they should be a destination. Yes. Yes. And, and they are. And out. we'll see. We'll see, we'll see <laughs> I look forward to finding yeah, out. Yeah, guys not on the Heat that just tried to be on the Heat. They'll take less money to go. <laughs> All right. Next series, OKC in Houston. A very interesting uh, series. Definitely putting it on uh, Westbrook on how this series goes. Harden is going to get his numbers regardless. Um, Westbrook is going to get his numbers, but to me it's always how he gets his numbers. He's obviously an attack-to-basket type of guy, but that's something you can kind of close off. He has to be able to shoot. He has to be able to shoot, period. OKC, OKC has decent shooters. But I think it just depends on um, what Westbrook does. To me, it does. Yeah. They fit together pretty well. We Both of us pretty much can eat words that we said early in the season. <laughs> we really kind of shitted on them the entire time. But they figured out a way to make it work thus far. But Westbrook, uh, his ankle and all that, it really depends, man. OKC has been playing great ball. I kind of don't understand it, but they have been. I don't understand it either, but this thing goes seven. I would be shocked if it didn't go seven. Oklahoma City's favored by a point and a half today. So really, I think you're going to see seven games out of this series. Hmm. I don't know who's going to win. I, I honestly don't. I don't even want to make a pick because I just don't know. I think this will be the best series in the first round mm. in terms of competitive games okay. and, and, and length of, length of series. I, got you. I, got you. I think this will be the best one. Okay. And the, and the questioning of the Westbrook thing, that wasn't as much of, you know. His styles. Because we like Westbrook. We've both Absolutely. said this a number of oh, times. Yeah. I love Russell Westbrook. I would love oh, to yeah. have him on the heat. <laughs> Maybe somehow he gets on the heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I love that type of guy. Plays so hard. There are clear flaws in his game, but you, I'm, you're never going to hear me shit on a guy who plays that hard. You're Balls just, you're to just, the wall. You're just not. Uh, the one I always wondered was Harden. Is Harden going to be okay? Uh, you know, But he hasn't had to really sacrifice that much. He seems to still get his shots, and he gets all the, you know. No, he's never going to have to sacrifice anything. <laughs> he's going to get his shots, period. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I'll, 
It's going six or seven. I'm going to still pick Houston on this one. Okay. Just going with the known commodity right now. We don't know how the hell OKC did it. <laughs> I know. We'll find out more as we watch because obviously neither one of us watch OKC games. I've seen some. Literally. Like yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how the Rockets did either. So we're, I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, who knows? Um, <laughs> so you're going Rockets in six or seven? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That works. All right. All right. I'm nah. not picking because I don't have yeah, to. Because no. <laughs> it's our show. And I said, I'm not picking. <laughs> so I'm not doing it. Regular Steven put his foot down on that. <laughs> I'm not picking. It was just, I don't know. It would just be a guess. I don't, I don't, I don't have any <laughs> leaning one way or the other. I really don't. So, you know, I just don't no know. Doubt. No doubt. No All doubt. right. So, for the last series, I see you <sighs> saved your favorite for the last. We got Trailblazers and Lakers. Kicking off tonight Absolutely. at 9 p.m. Lakers Absolutely. with the home court sticker emblem things. <laughs> Lakers with the home court. Uh, how do you feel about this? Lakers are favored tonight right. by six and a half. So, um, I'm definitely going with the Lakers to win the series. You know, I would not be surprised if Portland took two of these games from them. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they took the first game, just because they're kind of you know they've been playing balls to the wall for yeah. eight straight games. So they have a rhythm that's just kind of just there right now. But I think the Lakers are going to just try to wear their asses out because Portland has been playing balls to the wall every single game. Dame Lillard is putting up 40-plus minutes. CJ is putting up 40-plus minutes. It's like they're just going to attack these guys and try to wear them down. The problem is I don't know if the Lakers uh, have enough – shooting right now you know i don't know if they've been trying for real it's hard to better hope they haven't been Uh because if they have been they've looked like absolute ass absolutely that's a problem so i think you just got to hang your hat on hoping that they've been just kind of coasting it yeah and i i can pretty much say that i think lebron has been coasting it i i he just can't be that bad he played bad so far I don't. Even, I'm not gonna say by his standards. Bad. He's absolutely by his standards, bad. but I don't even think he's really played bad. He hasn't played all that much. I think the last two games he played, maybe 15 minutes in each of them. The right. first two games he might have played 15. You know, so he just hasn't been. Once he found out that this wasn't going into yeah, the MVP voting, right. he just kind of said, "Man, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this doesn't count for MVP." But let me just continue to just brush off some of this dust. So you think you think this thing's going six? I think it could go six. Yes. Yeah. Easily can go six. It could go seven. I would not be surprised if it went seven. I would. Dame is that big time to me. He's yeah. Just that big time, and we have nobody to guard him no more. With uh, a uh, Bradley <laughs> out, nobody can yeah. guard him. <laughs> sure ain't gonna be waiters. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> Jr. Maybe Rondo's broomstick arms can give him a little. No one can guard them no. anyways. Look, but they don't have answers for some of your guys yeah, either. Of for one, you have LeBron. Of Who's guarding LeBron? Carmelo? Nobody. Carmelo? It's nobody. Okay. Who's guarding Anthony Davis? Nobody. nobody. Anthony Davis killed Portland when he was on the uh, Pelicans. Pelicans, yeah. Swept mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Swept them out of the first round, dropping 40 on them. No. I, I could see it going six. I don't think there's any way it goes seven. I, I think people not. are getting caught up in the moment with the Blazers. They are playing well. I don't think it's that indicative of what's going to actually happen. 
they've been having to play balls to the wall, and they've taken miracle performances, mm-hmm. you know, by some of these guys. Everyone talks about Dame Miller when he makes these big, long shots from the logo. They don't ever show in the highlight reel the misses the from misses, the logo. Yeah. It's a horrible shot. It's absolutely a horrible shot. You can never convince me the point up from the logo is a good shot. I don't care if it goes in or not. You can't do that. I mean, whatever. Make them fine, cool, good, looks good on the highlights. But what about all the ones that you miss? I don't care about any of that stuff. It gets it gets hyped up and all this. Everyone gets all carried away. Lakers in five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm saying Lakers in six. But just to go to that point right now, I can't – I'm not going to try to look through all the stats right now. But I saw a stat of Dame pulling from 30. He's shooting like 40% from beyond 30. And that's over 100 shots. So That's fine. It's very serious. But you should then shoot a better percentage closer than 30. You don't need it. It's not four points. No, 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 for sure. <laughs> like it, it, that's for sure. I'm not saying he's not yeah. good at it. Yeah. But I'm saying every time he misses one. So if he made 40 and missed 60, the 40 didn't count for extra than if he was a little closer. But the 60 just look horrible when you're missing from the logo. It's just mm-hmm. not a good shot in any circumstance, unless it's like a last second trying to beat the buzzer mm-hmm. type of thing or just whatever. But I know he makes them. It's not a, it's not a good shot. I'm not He's getting too excited. Boss. He might be good at it. That's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Be better at the ones that are closer because those count for the same amount of points. Yeah. There's no reason to shoot out there. It's tough. I mean, he gets his shot. As long as he's making them, I I will never say nothing bad about him. You know, 40% is a great shooter in the league. If you're shooting 40% from 30, it's a super great shooter. It's just that simple. It it might not count no more than a, you know, a 20, what is it? 26 feet is an actual three-pointer. No, no. I forget what the line is, but whatever it is, if he's efficient from there, (laughs) he's efficient from there. And that's why he's almost unguardable because he can pull from anywhere. Period. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah, I guess you, know I mean? <laughs> you don't have to guard it, him out there. I'm not guarding you out here. Yeah, shoot no, him all for day. Sure. I if you're gonna shoot forty percent out here, fine. I'm you know you're making it easier because you don't have to guard him out there. Mm-hmm. I want you shooting thirty footers. That makes the most sense to me. If you're gonna shoot it from the logo, then please, by all means, shoot it from the logo. I'll give you all the space you want. And you can mm-hmm. shoot it from the logo because the closer you get to the three-point line, I would assume is a higher percentage shot. Of course, just as I, I mean, regardless of what his percentage is or not, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> you don't have to guard him out there. Yeah, that man's gonna be dangerous. I, I, I don't know. He we'll scares see. me. He scares we'll me. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I see. hope the Lakers are back to uh, at least you know ninety percent of themselves. They don't have some of their defense and all that. But we have had consistent performances for the first time this year from Kyle Kuzma. So if that stays, you know, on an upward trajectory, the Lakers are going to be tough, period. Yeah. Uh, You know what's going to happen late in games, though, and this will be fun to watch, is if you have late in games, close games, uh, big situations, LeBron is going to be on Dame Lillard. I would hope so. He will. Yeah. Because he's going to take the whole game off. The same way he guarded Derrick Rose when he was on the Bulls and yeah, LeBron yeah. was on the Heat. Mm-hmm. The same way he, you know, what was it, the Clippers game when he was on Kawhi, mm-hmm. shutting people. The same, he's already, he's, yeah, he'll be he'll be on, on Dame. 
I guarantee it. We'll see. We'll see. We got plenty of bodies to throw at him, though. Appreciate that. You know, Caruso, Waiters. He's just a body on defense, but plenty of bodies. Rondo is on his way back. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Lakers in six. Sure. Lakers in six. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Anyways, all right. Well, that kind of recaps the basketball and looks forward to what's going on for tonight. Uh, we'll update you on a little shorter podcast probably tomorrow on how tonight's games go, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, be looking for those. We'll put out some, like you said, some shorter ones, little quickies, mm-hmm. uh, probably solos. Yeah. Um, just to kind of update how the game's going since we're not going to be able to, you know, next time we record next week. We'll have too much action have gone by. So we'll yeah. we'll update as the week goes on. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, let's take a quick break and we're gonna come back with some uh MLB Love Hate with regular Steven. I'll holler at y'all in a quick second. Be right back on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go! To balls don't lie. Regular Steven, he loves some things. He hates some things. Let's apply that to the MLB. Let me know what you love about the MLB right now, brother. All right. So far, some teams have only played under 10 games if they've been hit by the COVID very hard. Cardinals. Yes. <laughs> uh, but some teams have played over 20. So we are a third of the way, maybe some teams a little over a third of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. The thing that I love is this season provided certain teams an opportunity. We talked about, I told you there were certain teams that would not compete no matter what because their rosters just weren't set up that way. Mm-hmm. But there are certain teams that have come out and they are actually competing. And I love to see it. So, I love that the Detroit Tigers are 9-11. and 11. They were 500 the other day. They have uh, lost, actually, six in a row. But they got off to a nice start. And the thing is, it's not just them. The Baltimore Orioles are 12-10. and 10. You have the Miami Marlins at 9-7. and seven. Uh, Detroit just called up their best pitcher, uh, best pro- pitching prospect, Casey mm-hmm. Mize. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited that some of these teams are out here trying to compete. Um, it's good to see, and it's making this much more interesting because if it was just going to be the same teams and we just had to wait 60 games just to get to the right. playoffs, mm-hmm. but they're providing some intrigue about what could happen later in the year when you get down to that last third of the season, there's going to be some real excitement because there's going to be more teams in the running than maybe I originally thought. So I'm loving that it's not that these teams are going to make it or that they're good, um, but they are coming out here and competing their asses off. So I'm loving that. Um, yes. Still loving Fernando Tatis Jr. Leading the league. Leading the and league. Homers. Two home runs yesterday. Very fun to watch. If you haven't seen him play, I don't know how you would unless you have MLB TV. They aren't on TV. You know, regular nationally televised games all that often. You probably have to catch them when they play the Dodgers, maybe. Uh, but I get to watch them a lot because they're, you know, one of those West Coast teams. There's usually three or four West Coast games going on at the same time. 
Wait at night, I'm laying in bed. I'm usually going to throw the Padres on because I like watching that guy play ball. And it is very fun. So I'm still loving Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm also loving Hulu. Just switched over to Hulu Uh from YouTube TV as we were watching uh, Clippers and Mavs last night. It Mm -hmm. shut off right in the middle. I knew the date was coming up. Remember I told you we have it paid for through a certain date? Right. I thought we'd get a full calendar day out of it. Right in the middle of the game, it was like 8.56 p.m., uh, shut off. So I went over, signed up for Hulu because they have the marquee network. So now I can watch Cubs games. Okay. That's dope. So, thank you, Hulu. I'm loving that. Hulu came in the clutch. Yeah. Uh, Another thing I love is Rays Yankees this weekend. That should be a good one. Those two teams are separated by two and a half games in the standings. You have the Yankees at 16 and 6, Tampa at 14 and 9. Big series. Yeah. Big series. These are the ones that really, really matter. Rays took three out of four. Rays took three out of four in Tampa, and they just took two out of three from the Blue Jays in Buffalo. Mm, Okay. Another thing I'm loving, speaking of MLB TV, I'm loving that because I get to watch all the games. Everyone should do it. It's not very expensive. Another thing I'm loving is David Bodie three-run homers. The Mm. Cubs... Yesterday, we're down 4-1 to the Cardinals. They had lost five in a row because they had the doubleheader. They lost three in a row to the Brewers, and then they lost the first two to St. Louis, and they were about to lose the nightcap game. They were down 4-1 in the sixth. It's a seven-inning game. David Bodie hits a three-run homer. It was 4-2 at that point. That put them up 5-4. They held on for that win. David Bodie coming up, pinch hit in the clutch. Another thing I'm loving, Brandon Lau, second baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays. Four home runs last week, four doubles. Dude is absolutely killing it. Love seeing that. He was an all-star last year. Didn't get to play in the all-star game because he was injured at the time. Uh, He got replaced. Sucks there's no all-star game this year. He would be an all-star this year. He's going to have to wait another year. But good young player that the Rays have. Mm. On to things that I hate. Hate, 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 hate. I hate it when I watch the Cubs and they lose because every single time I've been able to watch the Cubs, they lose. And last night, they were down 4-1, to one, shitting the whole thing away. So I decided to change the channel, and then I find out that David Bodie hits a three-run homer and they win, and I wasn't watching. Every single time I've watched the Cubs this year, they've lost. Mm. So I hate that. I hate it. <laughs> Regular Steven. <laughs> it's like the bad luck. It's the bad luck like, I don't charm. even know if I should have got Marky now. They're going to lose the rest of their games. <laughs> Shout out to the Cubs, 14 and 7. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, another thing I hate, Glasnow, Tyler Glasnow, Ray's pitcher is pitching like shit. It's a simple adjustment, uh, but he has not been as dominant as what I thought he would be. I think his ERA is up above five. Uh, still the good strikeout stuff, but he's also just, he's not, he's walking too many guys, throwing way too many pitches, cannot get into games, not giving any length. Like, I don't think he's even qualified for a win. He's got some losses. He might have one win, but I don't think he's even pitched past five innings more than one time. That's not good. Just throwing too many. I mean, and they are watching his pitch count, but he's just been terribly inefficient, just throwing a lot of pitches and Mm. just hasn't been very good. It's a minor adjustment uh, that he needs to make, but uh, I'm hoping he makes it pretty soon. Rays have been pretty good without very good pitching. Another thing that I do love, going back to love since I bring that up, I just remembered Blake Snell's last start. Really good. He had been 
pretty much pitching like shit off last year and not look super great this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his last start looked like the old Cy Young Blake Snell from 2018. Uh, another thing I hate, even though this kind of helps the Rays, I do hate that Aaron Judge and uh, John Carlos Stanton are both, both hurt. injured again. I told you before the year started, I wanted to see those guys both try to hit 20. Aaron Judge was certainly on his way to maybe doing that. Um, and then just kind of see how far they could push it. How much past 20 could he get? Maybe could both of them get past 20? Dude just cannot stay healthy. So I, I don't like mm. seeing that, even though maybe I don't want them to play this weekend. I still, in general, don't like seeing those two guys hurt. Victim of the swolitis. Yep, just big bodies. Uh, another thing I hate, Yankees fans on Twitter. <laughs> I think we had them in the hate section last. They're going to stay there. <laughs> They're going to stay there. Another thing I hate, seven inning games. Ooh. I am not a person who's all about uh, baseball's you know traditions. Right. And I told you, I would love it if they just had American League, National League, and do away with divisions. That's how much I don't care. Mm-hmm. Put a DH in both leagues. I don't care. They can do all kinds of things, and I would not care. Seven inning games just doesn't feel like Major League Baseball. That's how many you play in high school. Uh, I just don't like it. I understand why they're doing it. Just don't really like it. Right. It just makes the game feel very weird. I don't even. I'm not even that opposed to the extra innings where they put the guy on second to start the next inning. I'm not right. opposed to that either. But the seven inning games, just not a big fan of. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do I'm, <laughs> another thing I hate is the hat store in the mall because they don't have any hats that I'm looking for. Any baseball hats? This wow. That's how I relate back to baseball. Uh, they don't have any. Hats that I'm looking for. Mm, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a raise hat, man. They don't even have the generic, basic TB mm-hmm. raise hat. They don't have it. Not that we talked about ordering hats right. online. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might have to get creative and find an online retailer. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Or design one. <laughs> I'm not, maybe. That might work. Another thing that I hate is that <laughs> when I went to the hat store, I damn near got one of those ugly-ass Padres hats. <laughs> <laughs> the brown support, ones yeah the doo-doo brown want to support fernando tatis jr it's just gonna be kind of like getting a, a tatis jr jersey you know right. you get i'm not a padres fan but i really like tatis jr it's just like getting a jersey but i'm never gonna get his jersey they're very expensive uh i'm just not gonna do it mm-hmm. so maybe the hat but i just couldn't pull the trigger on that either but it's i tough. hate that the hat store leaves me in that position yeah where like that's the most appealing hat <laughs> On the wall. And there's some other ones I could just never wear. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. I do hate that. Those are pretty much wrapping up the things I hate. Let's go ahead and look at the standings real quick. I already told you about the American League East. Actually, a three-way race right now. Yankees, 16-6. and six, Rays, 14-9. and nine, And the surprising Baltimore Orioles, 12-10. and 10. The other surprising thing, the Rays have scored 121 runs which puts them just below the Yankees and below the Dodgers. The Dodgers are starting to score a bunch of runs and run away with this, and we'll talk about them in a second. But then you have the American League Central. You have the Twins with a one-and-a-half game lead over the Indians. Twins sit there at 15-8. and eight. White Sox starting to play a little bit better, sitting there at 12-11 and 11 in third place. Then you go over to the West. You have the Oakland A's at 16-7, and seven, holding a three-and-a-half game lead over the hated Houston Astros sitting there at 12 and 10. Texas Rangers, please. Looks like they're the only team they're going to keep Houston from getting that second spot. I'm guessing Houston grabs a wild card at minimum. 
Then you head over to the National League East, and now all of a sudden the Miami Marlins have at least played 16 games, so it looks a little bit more legitimate. But you have the Atlanta Braves at 14 and 10, one game ahead of the Marlins at 9 and 7. Everybody else down there is under 500. Then you head down to the Central, and somehow you still have a team that's only played 10 games. Hopefully the Cardinals can get caught up. It's going to be tough. But you have the Cubs at 14 and 7 with a three and a half game lead over said Cardinals and the Brewers at 10 and 10, both sitting there at 500. Then you head down to the West, and you're going to get three teams out of this division to make the playoffs. And maybe four. We'll have to see how it goes. It could be interesting. Uh, but you have the Dodgers, again, like I said, running away with it, plus 62 run differential over 24 games. That is impressive. Uh, Dodgers 17 and seven with a three game lead over the Rockies coming back down to earth a little bit. The Rockies are 13 and nine. Then look out for my diamondbacks. I picked them. <laughs> I picked them and they're, <laughs> they're 12 and 11 starting to play a little bit better baseball. Still minus 13 run differential, but lately they have been playing better. They've won five in a row. Uh, Padres sitting there at 500, 12 and 12. Those four teams are going to make it interesting. I still think we see the Rockies fall back a little bit more. And you could see Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Padres. And again, maybe the Rockies fill out one of those spots. We do have eight teams making it, two from each two from each division and two wild cards. So you could conceivably see four from one division. I dig it. Yeah. So anyways, that's a look at the, uh, the old standings there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Things are looking interesting. Like I said, you do have... Um, quite a few teams involved here. The National League East, you have a bunch of teams right within striking distance. And then in the National League uh, Central, a bunch of teams bunched up right together. You have the Cardinals, three and a half, Milwaukee, three and a half, and Cincinnati, nine and 11. We talked about before the season started how these teams were probably all just going to beat up on each other. They're all pretty similar and probably just beat up on each other. And that's how the projected win totals of like 31 wins, 31 wins, 31 wins. That's how that came to be. The Cubs are actually the team that's surprising. All the other teams are right on course for what they thought they were going to be pretty much around 500. Um, so that's kind of how that's shaping up. It should be interesting, man. I'm just glad that there's some competitive races in these divisions mm-hmm. right. that are going to make for exciting baseball. If we can get there. You had the <laughs> you had another player for the Reds. Testing positive. Really? It, de- mm-hmm. it delayed. Uh, they had a couple games canceled against the Pirates. Um, they're planning on getting those games going with the, their next series with the Royals uh, doubleheader tomorrow as long as nobody else tests positive. So, um, COVID still rearing its ugly head on the league. And uh, other than that, it's been some interesting baseball. Some guys are starting. To, it seems like some bats, the bats are starting to catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday or two days ago, you had – might have been yesterday. You had nine guys uh, hit two home runs in a game. So oh, the bat, bats are starting to heat up a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, it's been interesting, though. It's been interesting. Yeah. I haven't watched the damn thing. I do find it interesting that the damn Dodgers are putting up so many runs. Good Lord. And only allowed 77 so far. Yeah. Pitching that dynamic on their team. They're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they're they're they're, they're probably the best team in baseball. I mean, they should be, they should be the best team in baseball. And the runs, and I told you in the beginning of the season, they were going to score a ton of runs. That's going to be an offensive machine. They were already an offensive machine last year, and you added Mookie Betts, who's one of the best players in baseball. 
Uh, he's starting to get hot. There's been some big names who've gotten out to slow starts. Yelich, uh, Bellinger for the Dodgers. Betts didn't get off to a roaring start, but now Bellinger and Betts are both starting to yeah. heat up. Yeah, Betts is uh, number two in home runs, I believe. I'm not sure. He I had a three so. home run game the other yeah. day. Um, but yeah, just they're they're you know if they should come out of the National League. I don't see a team in the National League that can compete with the Dodgers. I just don't. It doesn't look like it as far as the numbers go. Good Lord, they're snapping. Uh, the Rays, uh, last year seemed to be like that was their Achilles heel. They couldn't put up runs. It seems like they're doing decently well this year. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. been play- They've been hitting the ball really well. Uh, they got healthy kind of in terms of mentally healthy in the Boston series. They swept the Red Sox, put up a ton of runs in that series, um, took two out of three from the Blue Jays, putting up runs in that series – the offense has looked a lot better. It's ironic. It's actually flipped. They're actually allowing – last year they had the best pitching staff, allowed the fewest runs. Mm-hmm. Now they're actually allowing more runs. Right. Uh, Charlie Morton injured. Uh, doesn't sound serious, but he's missed some time. They've had a bunch of bullpen guys hurt. Um, Snell, Glasnow, Snell, I said, you know, the last start looked good. Right. Uh, but Glasnow has not been what they thought he would be, uh, what I thought he would be. Right. And what I know he's capable of. Again, it's only – a couple starts, it's not like, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't normally be super concerned. Um, but because we're only playing 60 games, you don't have that many more starts to get right. this thing going. Um, if they can, I think their kind of goal seems to be just get these guys right, um, get them, keep them fresh, keep them healthy. If they're not healthy, get them healthy. Let's just get to the postseason and just kind of see what happens. Right. This is such a crazy year yeah. uh, with cancellations and just mm-hmm. travel and you're playing in AAA stadiums in Buffalo and, you know, it's just a weird thing. I think they just kind of seem to be, let's just get there. Absolutely. We'll both be keeping our fingers crossed, hoping that the baseball uh, league crosses the finish line in the long run. I'm not sure if I believe it's going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah. If they do, we talked about this last mm-hmm. week, but I just don't see how you don't bubble it. Yeah. You got to bubble it. Somehow. Bubblicious, man. <laughs> it's the only formula that works in it these, seems to these be. COVID times. Yeah, you got to bubble it up football oh my gosh i can't oh man bubbling it yeah we'll see though all right man well yeah, that's all i got that's all you got that's okay. all i got <laughs> <laughs> you got anything that's all i got no not really <laughs> basketball is well underway they're uh bubbling it up so yeah they're remaining bubblicious and covid free at this point so yeah they've been doing great yeah so uh I look forward to the progression of the NBA playoffs. Like we said, fingers crossed for MLB that they make it all the way through. And fingers crossed that football starts. Yeah. I think they might be canceling the high school football. It's, it's, I don't see how you can cancel close. the Big Ten yeah. and still have high school kids <laughs> know, playing. Right? It just makes no sense. <laughs> so We'll see. But All right, man. Let's get out of here. Uh, we'll talk to these folks periodically this week, keeping them updated with the playoffs yep. and such and such. All right. Well, like always, man, the balls do bounce, roll, and fly. But they damn sure don't lie. For sure. Neither do I. Nope. And neither does this guy. You better know that. Later, dudes. I holla. Holla.